Wealthy white women. Wealthy white women. Wealthy white women. I don't know why you insist on that being your warm-up each week. Oh, it's not a warm-up. It's a mantra. (laughs) Welcome to Will and Jace. A Frasier podcast. This week we are diving into, well, an offer you can't refuse, a word to the wise guys. I was going to comment that they got through the whole episode without doing an offer you can't refuse. Oh. And you ruined Is my that too morning. Much? Yeah. And you just went right in. We only made it 35 I'm seconds. clever. <laughs> I know a mafia joke, everyone. Gather around. Season three, episode 15. Uh, this originally aired February 20th, 1996. I thought I'm going to start saying that now. I think okay. it's kind of interesting to give fun. it some context. It is, because I do often wonder, like, has this happened yet? Like, what What do you wonder if it's happened in February of 1996? Honestly, I'm just like, is it 9-11? <laughs> <laughs> Cut back. Is it 9-11 yet? <laughs> is it 9-11 yet? Okay. We, will, we will surpass that, that in right, Frasier. I know yeah, that. So that's going to happen. Uh, it'll be a few years for us, Yeah, but we'll make it. A word to the wise guy. Last week, you had a prediction about what this episode would be about, and... To prove it, I have the audio. Martin invites over one of his cop buddies for for drinks, and it's Mickey, like the wise guy on the force, the one who's always like making fun of people and roasting them, and he roasts Frazier. So he roasts Frazier, which Martin finds hilarious, and keeps roasting him, and it it comes to be that Frazier's feelings are actually hurt by all these roastings, and even Frazier has feelings and has, you know, self-confidence issues. And Martin apologizes and Mickey lays off. So you thought the uh, the wise guy was going to be kind of pals with Martin? Yeah. Yeah, like like uh, maybe someone he sent up the river a number of years ago. Oh, like a, okay. Yeah, like I a thought former like... uh, informant or something? Yeah, that would yeah. work. I would have thought that. Nice. Am I, am I guessing your prediction so accurately that you hadn't even thought <laughs> of it yet? I actually thought it was going to be another cop. But... Oh, but I, 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 that also works. Hey, that's good, too. You're the predictor here. <laughs> I am the predictor. Uh, what actually happened, though, was this. I'll, I'll synopse for you. The episode begins at the condo with Martin trying to catch a newspaper thief unsuccessfully. Niles then comes over and explains that Maris is in trouble with the law. She recklessly endangered some people with her car and then also has a pile of unpaid parking tickets. So Niles asks Martin, who used to be a cop, to help out with this problem. However, Martin refuses. So Niles is left searching for answers and he searches for them at KACL, the radio station where Roz pipes in that uh, she has a friend named Jerome who can take care of these things. So Frazier and Niles contact Jerome and Jerome does indeed take care of these things for Maris. However, Jerome in return would like a favor and the favor is uh, him asking Frazier to convince the woman he's dating, Brandy, to marry Jerome. So Frazier does not do that, uh, leaving Jerome upset. So Jerome confronts Frazier about that, uh, saying that uh, what would really make her happy is getting a job. Uh, And then he turns to Niles to employ Brandy and the end of the episode, Brandy is the receptionist at Niles's psychiatric office. Psychiatrist. So Martin is trying to catch a newspaper thief? Yeah, he gets bored. He can't move around much. It's interesting that the newspaper is getting stolen, though. I mean, it doesn't seem like there's a lot of condos on each floor. To your left and to your right, you steal my newspaper. It's a limited amount of suspects is what I'm saying. Well, I don't think they had, like, locks on the floor, like a fob situation. 
So it could be from any floor. Someone coming down to go to work, stops at that floor, gets newspaper, keeps going. Well, you think anyone, just anybody, can enter the Elliott Bay yeah. Towers? I think there's a doorman, but I think if you're already in there, you can stop at any floor. Ooh, I wonder if we'll ever get to meet the doorman. What do your eyes say? Your eyes say yes, we'll meet the doorman. It's someone for Frasier to like... My eyes usually say yes. Ex- yes, they do. <laughs> Zood power over. My first note is Jimmy Hoffa joke. I don't actually know who Jimmy Hoffa is. So you don't know who Jimmy Hoffa is? I've heard the joke a million times. About? Just like, oh, he was the something for Jimmy Hoffa. Because like, didn't wasn't he never found... Yeah, so he uh, he mysteriously okay. Well, Jimmy Hoffa was a union leader, oh, yeah. uh, sort of a corrupt union leader. Like he was a huge figure in the nineteen like fifties and sixties. Oh, I yeah. think he was as famous as the president. Like oh, everybody okay. knew this Jimmy was, Hoffa. Okay, yeah. Irishman. Yeah, yeah, back in exactly. And then he associated with the mafia and mysteriously disappeared. And it's sort of an unsolved crime. Although the Irishman sort of takes a guess at what happened there. JFK did it. It was JFK. I disappeared him. I went after you after you went after me. So Jimmy Hoffa joke. I remember who Jimmy Hoffa is now. Edit out the first part. <laughs> I won't do I'm it. I'm a genius. We edit out like four synopsises for you. So <laughs> we can do as we wish. I didn't actually watch the episode. <laughs> Frasier goes to space. Uh, I also wrote down that it's actively raining in the first scene. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I've seen, noticed that before, but I like that they have that built where it can just get from Seattle. It's raining. It's it, they spent millions on this set. They put some sprinkler. They taped some sprinklers to the ceiling. They actually they don't film it in Seattle. You know they, no. they're filming in California, but they actually did import the rain from Seattle. You have to to get the right exactly. Texture. I mean this show was doing well, and that was one of their demands at the yeah. time. I mean, it was used to launch Caroline in the City. Oh my gosh! I love Caroline in the City. Have you I seen don't. that show? I have. <laughs> like all people that don't like Caroline in the City, I have seen Caroline in the City. You say all people like there's more than you. There's like everyone seven. loves Caroline in the City. That's why it aired for like 50 seasons. That's why I say you're always defending Caroline in the City. So Niles is trying to get Maris off for, for the reckless endangerment is real. She rolled up on the sidewalk. Well, you, you th- it's not made up. Well, yeah, you, you don't think it's a made up crime. Well, she also has a bunch of parking tickets. Reckless endangerment? <laughs> I thought that was a sitcom thing. <laughs> sitcom crimes. What would, what would an example of a sitcom crime be? Oh, man. It has to be something, like, really easily resolved. So a sitcom crime would be, like, child leaving. What's child leaving? Child leaving is when you're on a bus or in a department store and you just are, like, talking to a sexy oh, girl. Totally. And, like, you abandon your child. Yeah. And they're totally lost. That's and they what- have a wacky adventure. And you find them, and there are no consequences, except when you take them back to their mother, and you say everything went great, and they like present a boa constrictor, and it's like, I went to the zoo by myself. And then she looks at you, <laughs> and, then and then the, then the credits roll. And then the boa constrictor ends up getting custody, because yeah. it turns out it's a much better parent. <laughs> Actually, child leaving is, is what happened uh, to, to Frederick. Yes. <laughs> oh, Frederick will Frasier, absolutely- Frasier was talking to a sexy woman, and then, uh, and then accidentally moved across the country. I believe that Frederick will get child leaved. Child leaved. Child leaved. <laughs> yeah, it's a sitcom thing. Yeah. Child leaved. Jane leaves his vehicle where Daphne runs a daycare. Wealthy white women just can't get a fair shake. <laughs> it's a great, it's that a is great a good line. line. Yeah, I do, I do like that they're kind of poking fun at that. And, yeah. Yeah, because if they didn't. <laughs> Jaja Gabor. Yeah. Uh, Frazier said, oh, yeah, just like Jaja Gabor and Leona Helmsley. Do you know those people? I know Jaja Gabor. But do you know, like, why what did she-, she wouldn't get a fair shake? No. Okay. See, I didn't either. I I sort of recognized the names also, but I didn't. You know, yeah, it's like, been a little while. Do? So glad you asked. Uh, I took a little bit of a deep dive. Cue the music. Just, just call me an Olympian. I because this is a deep dive. Oh my god. Hi <laughs> yo. Uh. So do you know Leona Helmsley? No. So Leona Helmsley was, I guess, a wealthy businesswoman in like the eighties, and she was nicknamed the Queen of Mean. 
So she wasn't a particularly well-liked businesswoman. These days, she'd probably get a reality show. Yeah. She was arrested for tax evasion. Someone that worked with her, I think maybe like the help at her house, overheard her say, we don't have to pay taxes, only the little people have to pay taxes. So that's I sort mean, of, that is true. That's sort of a famous line that's attributed to her. Yeah. So I can see why that's a good example of, yes. of you know, Fraser joking about that. But Zsa Gabor, a little more interesting. So she's a famous uh, Hungarian actor. I knew that. Uh, actress, and, and she was married nine times in her life. Good for her. But Get those Williams Sonoma gift cards. In 1989, same year Leona got, that got caught, she was pulled over by a police officer, and she slapped the police officer at a traffic stop, also while drinking from a flask of whiskey. And she ended up with some community service because, you know, wealthy white well, woman. Well. Yeah. But I kept diving. Okay. You'll be thrilled to hear. And a sort of a sad twist to this. In 2009, Zsa, Zsa Gabor, who was 91 years old at the time, lost somewhere between 7 and $10 million in Bernie Madoff's Ponzi scheme. Yeah, so, seem, you know, karmic justice Exactly. So she actually, that one is sort of one you could feel a little bad about. Because, yeah, I yeah. don't feel good about anyone getting made off. But. Yep. So anyways, she, she passed away in 2016. And that's the story of Zsa, Zsa Gabor. We'll see you next week. I'm Wait, done. Well, Jason, the episode. Not, we got to talk about Fraser. I thought it was just about. It's Fraser. Ah. Oh. A wealthy white. I don't think we have to talk women on that. Wealthy white people. <laughs> if anything, then it's even less. You're not even getting the community service. Like, slap the cop. You're having a bad day. You're fine. Yeah. Who hasn't slapped a police officer at a traffic stop, right? I was drunk. You can't arrest me. It's entrapment. Uh, I thought it was a really good Maris joke. The line, uh, can you imagine Maris rotting away in prison? Only if the bars are closer together. <laughs> That's a good one. Uh, they've been very consistent that she's very, very thin. Yeah. Like, like nightmarishly thin. Un- unrealistically yes. thin. <laughs> Inhuman woman. Do you have a picture in your head of Maris? I do, actually, at this point. I'd like to hear, can you think of a real like celebrity that, that you would identify Maris as? I kind of, I kind of, I know you didn't ask, but I'll tell you mine. Who's yours? Uh, I almost think a little bit like, um, like a Paris Hilton or Nicole Richie. You know, they did that Paris show Hilton together. Paris Hilton is Nicole Richie is a good, it's, but I'm thinking like Old, more, older, older than that. You know who I have? Yeah. I have an older, um, is it Blake Lively I'm thinking of? Okay. You know who I think of? Not Blake Lively. The other girl on Gossip Girl. Leighton Meester, like an older Leighton Meester. Interesting. Very poised, really white, dark hair, really thin, pretty short, like very like almost like a porcelain statue brought to life of okay. a woman. <laughs> yeah, I can see it. Yeah. Maybe we're thinking too hard on this. You know who it might be? Zsa Zsa Gabor. <laughs> Boom. Maris referred to her father as the Commodore. Yeah. That, that's weird. That's weird. It's a weird thing to do. It brings up like images of a southern plantation to yeah. me. Yeah. What is a, what is a Commodore? A Commodore? I've only ever heard the term in that one movie with Joaquin Phoenix. Oh, the Commodore? No. Oh, what is it? With the two cowboy brothers and Joaquin Phoenix. The and Sisters John C. Brothers. Riley. The Sisters Brothers. They like do stuff for the Commodore. Hey, everybody. Go read the book, The Sisters Brothers. It is it is fantastic. It's one of my favorite books. It was a good movie. Yeah. Also a good movie. Yeah. Very good movie. Uh, what is the Commodore? Like, what is a Commodore? I think it's just a boss. You don't know. Someone who's in charge of things. Is it like Spanish? <laughs> what? <laughs> no. The word? What? Commodore? Listen, I know you speak French, but it, it's- We. Oui. <laughs> Okay, we speak French, but it's not it's not Spanish. I don't know. So, okay, it's just a word for boss. We're just going with that. Yeah. She called her dad the Commodore, and I was like, and then she'll call me, like, I'm going to be like her dad. I'm like, there's a lot of weird happening. A lot of weird, well. There's I several mean, threads of weird. What else is new, though, between yeah, Miles Maris and Maris? And Maris. You're like, okay, totally. 
you know, he's definitely committed to to this plan that it's going to, you know, redefine the relationship. You have to think that Martin, I don't think Martin's helping either way. I think he would have been more helpful if it wasn't Maris. I don't think Martin wants Niles to get back together with Maris. Interesting. So do you think if, um, well, I mean. You don't, I don't like I, either of his son's partners. No, no, no. I, I don't know that, that this would happen to Daphne because she's much more responsible. But if she recklessly endangered someone and also had a pile of unpaid parking tickets and wasn't a citizen, uh, do you think that, that Martin would try to step in and help? I don't think Martin would do it. I think he would connect her with a cop that would. Well, yeah, that's stepping in and helping. Exactly. Yeah, I think he would help Daphne. I think he would, too. He might even help Roz, although they don't know each other that well. I mean, there are plenty of... um, I mean, he's done that. Daphne technically broke the law and they smuggled her out, and he did, did, like, lie to the police and say, I I don't... Like, it's very minor, but it's it's clearly not, like, absolute. Well, to be fair, he smuggled her out. (laughs) You gotta spend money to make money. Doesn't apply here. Eh. Never applies. It Eh. never applies the way you think it does. I don't know. I don't know about that. Taxes are for the little people. <laughs> I have a note that just says Roz's leather vest. Yep. Who convinced women this looked good? I think that the was... leather vest industry. I think that they, they made her wear that because it looks ridiculous. They knew it was ridiculous at the no, time. I think that's and like it was, the style. No, it was simply for the Niles joke. At the, the end, where time. it was like, "Yeah, don't." You, next time you have something, you know, a, a snide remark to say about my clothing, don't say it. And he looks at her and doesn't say anything. I thought that, but I also think that's like a relatively normal thing to wear in this time. Yeah, like, nineteen ninety-six. We've seen a lot of just like listen super poofy vests on women. I don't think it was a normal thing, and I'm willing to bet on this. And how would we bet on this? And if you lose, you have to wear a leather vest it for looks the next recording on the- me. <laughs> I mean, it just it just works for me. Everything works for me. Everything. Look at me. All right, no Look bet. At no me. bet. No bet. I'm, I'm I just, did. Write, I don't. I don't know if I'd really win that. Although I did write down, if we do bet, I want to bet a full fat mocha with bacon on top. Ooh, that does sound good. Maybe we'll just have those next time. <laughs> Maybe let's just do it. Yeah. What the hell? I'll pick up the mocha as you make the bacon. It's the text I get from Will every morning. <laughs> we get to meet Jerome Velasco, someone who solves problems. First thing I want to point out, they're meeting around midnight at Cafe Nervosa. It's all night. We wondered if we were going to see Cafe Nervosa after dark. In fact, you made a prediction about that. After dark. I thought it became the nightclub insomnia. Right, right. But it turns out that we do get to see it after dark. Now, they are outside. Yes. But I think the inside was open because he went inside to make the phone call. Yes. Right? So it's, if not 24 hours, open late. Yeah. It'd be silly if it was only like 22 hours. I don't know, man. Who's coming in at three to five? I guess actually they'd be like your peak hours. I get annoyed that my coffee shop isn't open super early. Like, I think I should be able to get up at six and get coffee. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, coffee shop that yeah, we won't name shop. because we, we do really we like, you. like you. Yeah, but we're not happy not about happy. your hours right now. But people should go there. But we're not going to name you. Not gonna, yeah. See, now I'm in a tough this spot. Is very complex. Okay, it's Red Robin. <laughs> I wish they would have given me the title of this episode, Niles Gets Godfathered, because that would have been an easy one for me to get. They meet Jerome. He makes the call. He smooths it out. But, Mm -hmm. of course, no cost. You just owe me a favor because it's Godfather. I love how eager Niles was to do the favor. Any favor. Anything you want. (laughs) Shouldn't have said that, should I? (laughs) I, uh, I did love this, that the favor to... He goes over to the apartment, and the favor is... To get Miss Brandy, his girlfriend, traditional spelling. Traditional spelling. Let's stop right there. What do you think the traditional spelling of Brandy is? B R 
A-N-D-Y, like brandy, like the drink. Okay, because right? I, I did turn on the subtitles, and that is how it was spelled. Yes. So, yeah. I Actually, my stepmom is named Brandy non-traditional. <laughs> She's with the I at the end. That's so. why I always call her, hey, Jason's stepmom, Brandy non-traditional. Yeah, it's it's an awkward... That's why we don't she talk says, much. She says, who are you? Yeah. <laughs> Will, traditional. Traditional spelling. Three L's. So he goes over. Daphne says, ooh, I can see you over uh, a number of broken bones. Because she's psychic. Hey. Because she's really psychic. First time we've seen her be, you know, the psychic thing come back in a while. I know. So she, that's still a thing. Still psychic. Yep. Still actual has powers. As of season three, episode 15, she is still psychic. We'll keep you updated on Will and Jace, a Frasier podcast, back at 11. He's trying to get Miss Brandy, traditional spelling, to marry him after being engaged for six years because this character is just Adelaide from Guys and Dolls. Very much so. Yeah, just like, you know what, let's also let's do other mob stuff. Yeah. Because were they in the mob or are they just professional gamblers? Well, I mean... It was like the musical mob where it's nice and it's fun. They were... I don't know if it was the... They were just gangsters. They were gangsters. Yeah, they were... I don't know how... They weren't very successful they were gangsters. They were gangsters in love for yeah. love. Although a couple of them were. Like Big Julie from Chicago. Man, I do not remember this show. That you don't long. remember Big Julie? Do you remember Big Julie? And Adelaide. I do remember Adelaide, and only Adelaide, because my mom played that role in what I'm going to call a community theater production <laughs> of Guys and Dolls when I was a kid, and I heard like heard several songs a thousand times. Oh yeah, listen, I was in a community theater production of Guys and Dolls. <gasps> you can bet that he's. Do- I can't sing anymore because of copyright issues. Yeah, that's as far as we can get. A person can develop a copyright issue. Copy, copyright issue. <laughs> That's all you get. Cut it. Cut is it. Is it Rogers and Hammerstein? It is not. Uh, I can't remember who it is, but it's someone who was famous in the 1950s. And That doesn't narrow it down. That doesn't narrow it down? <laughs> not for me. It was Jimmy Hoffa. <laughs> Jimmy Hoffa produces Guys and Dolls. Yeah, it was, it was a hit. He had a bright future and then poof, gone. So the favor going in, it's not to like dispose of a body. It's just to get Miss Brandy to say yes by giving her advice on Fraser's radio show. Right. You would think that it would have been more effective to just bring her into Niles' office and have like a long session about it, but that's not Fraser enough. Maybe she was a listener. Is that? What it was? Yes, like she, she was a yeah. big fan. Of, she, she's a big fan of your show. So, how do you guarantee that she gets on the air? Because Roz wouldn't know. So she just calls. And well, she gets I don't know. I don't know how many callers there are. How many calls? I think like thousands because oh, it's interesting. So popular. I think I think dozens. <laughs> I think a lot of people call it. Everyone he's met is like Doctor Fraser Crane from the radio. Come sit down. So, but if someone called in, yes. uh, said you know I I have a problem. Sorry, I'm not going to do the voice the whole time. I can do I can do the voice, the but whole I'm going to do it a little bit. I, a little I have bit. a problem with the person I'm dating, and I don't know if we should be you know married. And there's you know my sex life is involved. Like Roz would be all over that call. Yes, That's it a juicy, it's a, it's a good call, juicy radio call right there. So you guess you can be fairly confident you'll get through. So she gets through. Frazier, I love Frazier being positive about all the terrible things that the sex is bad and he <laughs> ignores her and he might be cheating on her and he doesn't let her have a job. A little mistrust adds some mystery to a relationship. <laughs> I should write that down. <laughs> a little mistrust adds some mystery to Lobster in a limo. <laughs> Can I marry him? Sign me up. I've been vaccinated longer than that. Yeah, that, that describing sex yes. <laughs> with Jerome. I was thrilled. Thrilled. To see Frazier in his squash shorts again. I know. And I, we do, again, clarify. Niles wears long pants and Frazier wears the shorts. He does, yeah. And and the thing about the squash shorts, they, they I feel like they brought it out because like Jerome was at the house and they yes. wanted him to look as absurd. And 
unintimidating as yes, possible. It's vulnerable. And I think they just got that outfit. They're just happy to have it. And then at the in the last scene, is he saying tennis or squash at noon with Niles? Uh, Daphne said tennis, but I feel like that might only be because she doesn't really care. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. How often do you think they play squash? Oh, I know exactly. Oh, you do? Yeah. In, in season seven, they reveal the squash schedule. They, really? <laughs> no, they, they do play often, though. I would, I, I'd say it's probably a weekly yeah. appointment. That's a pretty good, that's good exercise. Yeah. For sure, yeah. That's how that's how they exercise. I wonder if they reveal who's better. I think Frazier's better. It sounds like an episode. I can't I can't reveal that to you, but they they do sort of hint at that a, yeah. a couple times. I think now is better at technique, but doesn't have the raw the gusto. They both don't have the healthiest diets, no. so you can't imagine their Just stamina. Just foie gras and wine <laughs> is, is that and cheese. Yeah, is that great? Yeah, yeah. I guess I guess Frazier's a little more athletic looking. <laughs> I don't know. If I don't I know can if say that's the, a true statement. If Frazier's athletic looking. Yeah. Okay. That went too far. By any metric, that was too far, Jason. Do you think prediction? Do you think we'll ever get to see them play squash? Absolutely. Have you ever seen a squash game? Yeah, it's like scary. Like, I don't think you, I, I. I mean, besides, you know, I don't think I've ever seen an actual squash game. It's nothing you really see. I've seen like videos of it. Really? Is that how you spend your spare time? Is uh, okay. Yesterday, Are you judging people spend their spare time. Yesterday, I just spent two hours on YouTube just looking up squash videos how many times have you seen fraser 17 <laughs> as we're doing a fraser podcast and actively rewatching fraser yeah. you're still jumping around and rewatching other frasers yeah mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. i'm i'm mm-hmm. concurrently watching two seasons of fraser right now why season three and season eight how could you still get joy out of the show everyone out there knows what i'm talking about there is endless joy in the in watching fraser <laughs> over and over again endless endless niles and Frazier kind of think it's fun Oh, yeah. Dealing with uh, Jerome. Jerome. A yeah. hooligan. Which I agree. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know, stepping out of your comfort zone a little bit and doing something, a little, got the testosterone pumping. And every time I've dealt with organized crime, I just get a, I, a surge of adrenaline. Yeah. Oh, there it is. And it's gone. And there it is. And it's gone. <laughs> Vibrating just, cell phone. I know, the cell phones can vibrate. Go figure. What else is the future going to bring? Muffins are bad for you. No! Yeah, the future makes everything worse. No! Non-fat latte does not make a difference. I'm fine with that. Just don't tell me anything more about muffins. Moose dice. I appreciate that, like, Martin's like, you got off easy with this favor, which is very yes, true. Yes, you did. And he was like, you know, one more piece of half-assed advice won't kill you. <laughs> Martin is on Team Niles. He really that, is. That Frazier's show is is just absurd and, like, not real psychiatry. Well, after hearing 30-second descriptions, not even 30 seconds, Frazier, he's really more of a life coach, because he will take it just like, this, this, and this. Diane, what you need to do is move to the Caribbean. Get out, make a huge <sighs> change, quit your job. Like, Frazier just goes in and just tells people what to do it is not beyond the pale that he would tell someone like should i marry him like yes absolutely your voice is annoying he seems to like you dr niles crane's office oh frazier i hope she stays his receptionist yeah 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 they said she could never lose the job or he'll probably kill him <laughs> that's true so every time we're gonna see uh, niles's office in the future will we ever get to see brandy because we never saw her in this episode we only heard her uh pfft. I'll say yes. Okay. I don't feel it, but I want it to be true. You don't feel it. I don't feel where- You gotta feel these predictions you in your f- bones, you feel the predictions Will. in your bones. Poi ramekins. That's all. I, I just have a note that says poi ramekins, which will immediately tell you what this podcast is about. <laughs> Only Frazier would mention poi ramekins. Yeah, what are those? Well, ramekins are like a little, you know, dish, and poi is poi. You don't know what poi is? No. Oh, uh, well, it's a specific, it's like a food in Hawaii and Pacific Islands, I guess. 
That's all. I like Red Robin. <laughs> when Frazier was on the phone with Brandy, originally he was like, oh, we were out of time today. I wish I could take this call. And Roz says, uh, no, we got like five minutes left. And so he has to take it. And then he hangs up with Brandy and says, good night. I'll see you tomorrow, God willing. That was not five minutes. Nah. <laughs> he just ended the show about three minutes early. Now, now I was on the show when I want to end the show. <laughs> I do think that this will, Maris and Niles are now back together. Mm, so this is I so think they, this was the thing yeah so they've been separated for most of the season yeah actually yeah and so now that we're reaching the toward the end of the season this is what's going to bring them back together although i do want to see Niles on a date so i hope it isn't it was a pseudo date with daphne and God, with just like dance. a not daphne yeah yeah with just like a random woman yeah a nice lady a nice lady a nice lady you're wishing the best for niles i am Martin gets a kick out of hearing the speakerphone. Yes, Martin Call- loves it. Yeah. He loves when they get comeuppance, like gentle comeuppance. And this is, I think, the perfect punishment for Niles trying to circumvent the law is having Brandy as his receptionist for forever. Do you think that Roz would help Niles? Because she's the one that kind of connected Jerome and Niles. She thought it was like an interesting connection, but then Niles is being shitty. He's like, I'm not going to help you. And then she did, she helped Frazier because they do it for me. Yeah, I guess that's true. So she said, okay. We do get to see who the newspaper thief is. Oh, yeah. In some, the post credits. Some lady. Some lady. <laughs> that's all. They, they never really dive into that. Yeah, and then it's implied in the silence of Niles, like, she drops it, and Niles thinks she's pretty, and so he doesn't tell Martin he saw who what took it, and then Martin's like, I was on a stakeout. I think he doesn't tell Martin because he's embarrassed that he didn't catch on to that. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Like there's very obviously a newspaper theft happening. Yes. And he was like, well, whatever. I'm Niles. And he was aware that newspapers were being stolen because at the beginning of the episode when he first comes over, Martin's on his stakeout. Yeah. More and more Niles has just got an open invitation. In early seasons, it was like a thing when he was coming over. Yeah, they gave up on that. And it's like, okay, Niles is here. Uh, I got a picture for you to paint. Let's Let's go. So Roz ends up connecting Jerome and, you know, Niles and Frazier together because she said, I had a friend Phil once who had some traffic violations. Well, we can only assume that Jerome took care of the traffic violations. What I'd like you to paint a picture of is what was the favor that Phil had to do in in return to say thank you for taking care of that? Hello, Philip. This is your friend Jerome. 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 Do I, do I know a Jerome? You do. I got you off of those pocket tickets. I don't think, uh, you must be looking for someone else. Bye. (laughs) Philip, this is Jerome from the mob. I don't think, uh... Organized crime mob. This is Phil's brother, uh, Sydney. Uh, let me see if Phil's around. Hey, uh, is Phil here? Nope, there's no Phil here. I can tell you're just doing two voices. Sorry, I gotta go. Phil's Phil's will be around later. Bye. Phil, this is Jerome for a third time. I do not... I will kill you painfully. Friends of mine and, and me will come to your home and we will take you and we'll You must be thinking of somebody else. Uh, I gotta go, bye. Uh, hello? Yeah, Phil, this is Jerome. From the Mafia. No, I can't hear you, hello? From the Organized Crime Organization. I don't think your reception's very good. Hello? I will put you in the bottom of is a river. Ever? Hello? You is will it? drown alive. Just kidding. I'm not here right now, but leave a message after oh, the beep. So Phil was killed. <laughs> Yeah, that was the end of Phil. <laughs> We're never going to get to see Phil. <laughs> Luckily, we will see his brother, Sydney. I know you're a big country music fan. Oh, yeah. Huge country music fan. Who's, who's your favorite country music artist? Early Taylor Swift. 
huge hardcore country fan. Right? Really yeah. big. Yeah. Hardcore. Well, uh, my favorite country music artist, Randy Travis, no doubt. Cool. Yeah. Cool. And he was the caller in this oh, episode. Fun. Yeah. Okay. I fun fact. Are we still doing the show? Okay. Cool. <laughs> oh, I just like talking country. Yeah. No. Uh, Randy Travis, the country music star, was Steve the caller who was on very briefly. Yes. In between Brandy coming on. Uh, what's your rating for this one? I like this one. I'm going a 3.5. Nice. Yeah, I went four uh, for this one. I'm a fan. Just mafia jokes, but they were fun. Yeah, it, exactly. This, I love those. So this is uh, this is the start of a series of of wonderful season three episodes, in my opinion. Season that three I really has like. been killing it. It's so killing it, right? Yeah, yeah, I'm very excited. So the arcs have been fun. You know, this season, it's yep. been fun to see Kate Costas a little bit. It's been fun to, you know, with Niles, Niles and Maris on the yeah. outs and stuff. But... Some of the episodes are just sort of standalone ones. Yeah. And I feel like this is sort of just this, like, this could be in any season of Frasier. Yes. Really, right? I mean, you know, Niles is, and Maris is sort of interwine, yes. inter, intertwined. But you find another reason why they need to go to the Mafia. Exactly. So I, I enjoy episodes that I, uh, when I think of them, I'm like, what season was that? Because they can fit anywhere. Yeah. And that's, I think, most of them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. That's all I'll say about that. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> Daphne's pregnant. So on that note, next episode, prediction for you to make. Okay. It's called Look Before You Leap. Um, Daphne does something impulsive. Uh, let's say she goes skydiving. And Frazier says, well, you have to be very careful and do more research for doing these things. And Daphne says, well, Dr. Craig, I think that you plan too much. And Martin says, yeah, you boys don't do anything without doing all your research first and Frazier and Niles like are we do we think things through too much and they do something impulsive like they run and get a tattoo or something and immediately regret it and they like planning things out and don't enjoy being impulsive what a zany episode yeah we're having fun <laughs> uh, okay so that's not even close but yeah if, if if I was gonna give you another shot at the prediction by giving you a small hint next episode look before you leap originally aired February 27th, 1996. How is that a hint? Think it through. Oh, it's about leap year? How is, but like, what do you do with that? There's another day in February. So that, you don't have to make a full another prediction, Frasier but yes. Niles, <laughs> every leap day have a special bottle of champagne for some reason. And this leap day, it like turned. So they have to find a new special leap day drink. Good, 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 good. <laughs> Closer. You can't imagine how difficult this is. Frankly, for, uh, I, 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 I wish I could erase my mind and rewatch Frasier. I admire your predictions. Your <laughs> predictions are, you know, it's it's impossible to get these, but you, you, you're you very close on a lot of them. And frankly, if you combined your two predictions that you just made, you have a lot of a lot of stuff in there. Frasier and Niles go base jumping off of Frasier's balcony. <laughs> I am super excited for you to watch this next episode. I don't want to talk it up too much, but I'll just say this is on my list of favorites. Okay. Okay. I'm a big fan of the look before you leap episode so Tom Duran comes back this one probably is my favorite one of season three okay so, all right okay. I'm hyped. I talk it up too much yes okay sorry about that this one's terrible okay just awful terrible until then uh, feel free to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or any podcasting platform where can they find us on social media oh I can do this uh, you want to go to the, the Twitter and you want to go to Jason Will Frasier time. It's not it at all. Uh, I could be on on Buzz time. What are you talking about? Frasier. Where? What? Frasier, Frasier, and Frasier. Uh, you want to go to uh, Broderick and Chauncey 
a no, friends podcast. No, 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 we're not giving them any. Oh no, it's nice. I like them. They're nice boys. And yeah, done, done. No more. All done. I'm done. No more. Hello, Phil. This is your friend Jerome. Hey, Jerome. Hey. It is uh, time for you to give do the favor. Ah, I knew this call was going to come. All right, what, what do I have to do? Now, I know that you have a friend, uh, Rosalinda, that works at KACL. Mm-hmm. And uh, I know that her manager is Tom Durand, and he is... Uh, oh, no, that was season two. Yeah, well, it's season two right now. All right, this was in the past. All right, it's, it's, that, it's that time now. Okay. Ah, oh. Okay? Okay, yeah. No, I forget. Yeah. He is a successful man of the, of the queer persuasion. Now, I want to set him up on a date with my brother, who is also a queer. So, you know that the Seattle Mafia only does favors based on love. So, uh, uh just, uh... You call of... her and you get it set up, all right? Okay. And hey, hey, no mix-em-ups. No funny mix-em-ups, all right? Everyone comes in with all the information. The Seattle Mafia does not enjoy fun mix-em-ups. Hello, Phil. Hey. This is Jerome. Took care of those parking tickets for you. Parking tickets. Oh, Jerome! Hey, how you been? You know, Phil, I've been better. I've been better. Oh, that's too bad. You know, my my mother, beautiful woman, raised me. Oh, I I know Sharice. You know my mother? Oh, very well, yeah. All right, I'm just gonna go right past that. Okay. Now, my mother Sharice, she has been uh, seeing a gentleman by the name of Marco, and. Uh, Marco. All right, Phil, I got to finish my part of this, all right? Okay. I'm going to talk, and then you're going to talk. No problem. Okay. This man, Marco, um, they're having some problems, you know. That's crazy. I'm having problems with my... Phil. Okay, sorry. It's, it's, I'm holding the talking... All you. Go ahead. Now, Marco has not been treating her right, but I think they've got a good... I going. haven't been treating my woman right. You know what, Phil? You know, never mind. <laughs> never mind. It's fine. That's it? The favor. That's... Don't, don't worry about the favor. Hey, we'll call it good, all right, Jerome? We're going to call it good. <laughs>